0: Hi loves, just a quick announcement to let you know that enrollment for my eight week tarot course, tarot for the wild soul is now open and will close two weeks from today. So enrollment is only open for the next two weeks. Seems like kind of a while, but it's definitely going to (laughs) fly. So if you're interested in um, going on a really powerful journey, learning to read tarot for Whatever arises from a soul-centered, inclusive, trauma-friendly, evolutionary lens, Tarot for the Wild Soul is for you. So to learn more or to sign up, you can go to tarotforthewildsoul.com. I would love to have you if you feel called. Thanks so much. This is Tarot for the Wild Soul, a weekly tarot podcast about life, death, and rebirth. Hosted by me, Lindsay Mack. Welcome to the weekly Medicine Minnesota for Terra for the Wild Soul podcast. I'm Lindsay Mack, and this is your energetic download for the week ahead and the cards that are helping us move through that energy. So, this is a very big week, and it's going to be really interesting to see the ways in which this energy shows up for us collectively on the planet as well as individually. But our card for the week is the Fool. And that is a very strong continuation of this spiral shift that started last week with Ace of Swords, where we are starting to come into a little bit of the Awakening process in this time. And we're learning what that even looks like to begin with. Like we're in a time that is unprecedented. Um it stands to reason that there would be unprecedented um possibilities involved without in any way negating or bypassing the huge level of fear and anxiety and worry that many of us are moving through and subsequent potential resistance to those feelings. Like we really are all walking around in great need right now, in great need of stability and resources, in great need of community care, in great need of self-tending. Our inner little ones are screaming and wanting our attention our inner caretakers are pretty fed up and exhausted. So what exactly do we do with that? We are reminded this week to know that even though everything is crazy, unfamiliar, (laughs) even though the present moment absolutely seems like the last place we want to be, that this moment is really a refuge. And by this moment, I don't, actually mean, although it can include this, I'm not talking about necessarily what your mind is telling you is going on. Um, This moment sucks is completely valid. And it can um, not always feel like there's an opening to get into the center of that kind of experience. So sometimes the gateway that we can walk into is the feeling like, okay, this moment sucks all the more reason to potentially lean in. Is there any attention I can offer to this suckiness? Is there any tending that can be offered here? Is there, um, is there grief that's maybe resting and buried real deep underneath huge anger, huge resentment, huge resistance? You know, what, what is the information that we're collecting? Um, the Fool, it's very important to remember, especially with a card like the Fool, is that the Fool really isn't most of the time what we might think it is. It's not this externally based leap into an unknown situation. It's not always connected to you know anything external it can be completely an internal process where nobody ever knows you know what exactly we've done in our work with the fool the fool is really the first it's a it's a two step process and really the first step involves a homecoming and the second step involves a choosing so the homecoming has to do with coming home to this moment because the fool Is an archetypal stand in for the soul. Is the wildest part of you, is the rawest part of you, the bravest part of you, the most courageous, authentic part of you, is contained within the fool. Whenever we pull that card, we know, okay, we're going down to the root of the soul here, down to the root of what I came to do on this planet, what I'm being asked to authentically bring forward, how I can be of service in this time. How I can be of service to myself in this time. What is no longer meant to come with me? If this is a time of of deepening our awareness, of awakening, and it is, even though we may not feel super open or even available to touch in with something like that. Some of us have serious time constraints or are working like crazy hours and we're not talking about a luxurious practice, although if that's available to you, that's beautiful too we're talking about a a homecoming, not out in the future, but in this moment. We're talking about attending and a caretaking. So when we talk about coming home to ourselves in the midst of these times, in the midst, in the midst of whatever arises, what does that look like? You know, what does that feel like? This is the last week of Aries season, our emperor month and an emperor year you know, year 2020, what roots are we planting here? You know, the emperor and Aries is the great rebirth of the year. It's the, it is the birth time and we are birthing along with this time. So as we travel through this huge collective experience and begin to really think about not just surviving, but actually evolving in these times, what What discomfort is knocking at the door? What sensations, what feelings, what emotions are arriving at our door? And how can we potentially let them in and welcome them? It's a time of potentially becoming far more intimate and intelligent about our own inner workings. And the more intelligent and intimate we become with those inner workings, as much as it kind of might feel like we'd rather do anything (laughs) rather than do that. Um, the more we're in tune with those things, the more, um, of service we can be to others. So it's no matter where we happen to be this week, whether we are really in a time of deep struggle and pain and uncertainty and fear, whether we are actually getting a sense of almost normalcy and complacency in this time, whether we're totally dissociated and, um, completely, um, angry and, and, and ready to go off at any moment, um, are completely alone or have so many people in the house that we never get a moment, whether you're not working or you're working. Um, this week is about coming home to ourselves wherever we happen to be we don't need a fancy practice we don't need anything it's about gaining the tools to touch in and say to to review to check it out to say you know if this is the birth time and if i am birthing then it stands to reason that this would also be a time of review and of connection and of touching in with you know well, what has to die in order for me to birth forward So it's a, it's a time to really practice presence and whatever is in front of you is the altar that you're kneeling at. So although that sounds a little vague, it's really, um, actually the most usable advice I could give you because what you're working on, what's coming up for you, whether it be your intimacy issues, whether it has anything to do with the pandemic at all, whether it has anything to do with your employment situation, your family situation, whatever it is, life is still happening for a lot of us, pandemic or not. And then when you add the pandemic, (laughs) you know, it's, it's a lot. So most of us, the last place we want to be is at home in ourselves right now. And yet that's really part of the awakening process of this time. So we're being called to work on our resistance a little bit this week. You know, what is underneath, what what's a part of your resistance to what is. You know, what what what's in there for you? What is it drawing you to pay attention to? What is it calling you to process or to burn off or to work with? That's been a huge theme for me since last week. Is really <clears throat> working on my resistance to what is in my own personal way and It's been extremely illuminating and there's been a lot more rage and grief in me than I realized. And in allowing myself to have the room to process that in the way that just happened to feel the best way to do it, it's made a lot more room and it's allowed me to sink a little bit deeper, not just into this time, but also into what the time that we're in right now is calling me to really pay attention to. Underneath the resistance to what we're moving through, and it never means that we have to like what we're moving through, or accept it, or feel super zen, or calm, or in any way bypass our feelings about this time, it's actually quite contrary. It's when we stop resisting the present moment is actually when we can work with our huge feelings of hating the present moment, (laughs) rather than just letting the buck stop there. Um, what underneath our resistance and our noise and, um, the engagements that we have that sort of cover over those feelings underneath those feelings is a kind of a call to action. It's, it's, An even deeper rebirth and initiation than we have an awareness of, perhaps. And that is what is encapsulated in the presence of the Fool. The Fool is the commitment, the choice. Remember, we're coming back to this idea of empowered choice. The Fool is an invitation to choose our souls no matter what it has nothing to do the, the the leap inherent in the fool card is actually just the realization that there's never really been ground underneath us to begin with it has to do with the with the dissolution of illusion and of the idea that we have to keep doing the things that make the ego happy that we have to keep um engaging in the same stuff, you know, moving in the same patterns, keeping up the same thing. And right now we're not necessarily talking about walking away, quitting anything. Like we're not in the time right now where the emphasis is placed on external action. Actually, we're in a time of extreme return and reclamation of self and of personal responsibility. So this is not we we can completely um, divorce ourselves from believing that the fool is inherent on a tangible or external outcome or action because it isn't. And it really never has been. This is about us choosing ourselves. This is the way that new cycles give birth to themselves. In the fool, we say in whatever way this touches us, in whatever way this moves us or greets us, I'm available to move into this next phase of my life. I'm available to expand, perhaps in ways that I don't even know. You know, I'm available to consider that I don't have to hold these old thought processes or patterns. I don't need to reach out for um, validation anymore. I don't need to get my Sense of worth from other people or other things. I can touch in with the grief that I have underneath my need for validation and be with the feelings of emptiness or be with the feelings of longing or loss. We can be present with all of those things. That's actually where the root of healing is. So we're in for a very, very expansive week. And I mean, I think that we're going to see a lot of full centered evidence in the in the um collective as well like i think that this energy is really going to is going to really permeate into our individual process and into the collective process because we're at such a strong time of choice and the fool is all about choice the fool doesn't say you will leap or there will be there's a right and the wrong there's it's an invitation to touch him with the soul and to say you know hey like what is what is this part of you that is your wildest self, is your most spiralic self, is connected to the truth, sometimes in ways that are impossible for other people to understand? You know, what is that part of you calling out for that's not based on money, that's not based on any kind of capitalist construct, that's not based on you quitting a job or starting up a job or, or doing anything. We're in a time of enormous personal rebirth. People's, um, are, are rethinking what they're doing. People are rethinking their relationship to parenting, to their marriages. People are rethinking their relationships to safety. This is both a a huge thing. A lot of people are waking up to a calling right now. Not everybody, some people ooh, wherever we happen to be is exactly right for us this week for you the fool might be that you choose yourself in a way that is so subtle and mundane and so completely unable to be language to anyone else but for you it just plants a seed we don't need the fool to be any any feeling any way any we don't need it to prove anything to us. It's really just about us being available to what this energy really wants to be, which is a helper for our evolution. So the fool is our card for this week. It's an invitation for us to touch in with the soul. It's an invitation for us to get even more intimate with ourselves. It's an invitation for us to move through the resistance to move through what's embedded and buried within ourselves and to open to a part of the awakening process for us. Because we're in a time of huge infinity looping. You can think about it like a giant weaving, right? We're all waking up to how we are not islands on this planet. We are deeply connected, perhaps more so than we've ever allowed ourselves to truly believe. We affect one another. We can, we're we're capable of helping tremendously or harming tremendously. And it really just depends on what we're available for. We have huge impacts and, and share this planet with nature, with trees, with, with animals and It's been a long time, many, many, many generations of, of not living in that balance. And this is a part of the reckoning, the homecoming. It's not a punishment, but it is an opportunity to really feel into the fact, you know, we're not alone here. sounds so simple and yet that's what's happening. And also, even though a lot of us have sort of been walking around like islands on this planet people unto ourselves, not connecting, not really, we're not really paying attention to ourselves either. There's so much unprocessed grief and trauma that people have been walking around with for so long. And, um, it's not necessarily that this is the chance to like, in some kind of linear way, um, process all that stuff. That's, that's not quite it, but In any time when there is huge death and change and trauma as there is now, there is also a reckoning with a new life and an appreciation of what could be and an acknowledgement potentially of something that has been calling out to us for a long time about a direction that we'd actually like to go in, but didn't ever feel like we had the guts or had the time or had the courage. So the fool isn't about all of a sudden breaking ranks and leaving all of what is behind and going after that new thing. It just asks us to acknowledge it, that if there's something in there that we're no longer available to hold and we'd like to initiate a new way We'd like to bring down a new intention. We'd like to plant a new seed in our garden. The fool is letting us know you can do that. I want to help you do that. I because what are you waiting for? Right? Like what? What are? What exactly are we waiting for? <laughs> you know, we don't. We don't have unlimited time here. So are we going to choose our souls or not has nothing to do with what resources we have or what, what is available to us. It's really just starting to think about these things. And, and amazingly, the card that is really showing up as the helper and the guide for how we can work with the fool is 10 of cups and 10 of cups says um, it's so funny. I've spoken so much about Ten of Cups over the last week, and it's in a post on my Instagram later this week, and I'm really paying attention to <laughs> how much it's really wanted to be talked about, so I'm happy to see it again. Um, Ten of Cups says, Can you engage with the most radical act of all?' which is holding both the reality and the validity of your feelings and where you happen to find yourself in this moment and what is joyful. Not necessarily what brings a smile to your face or makes you laugh, although that's great too. Joy is fucking radical there are people who are profiting in this moment off of you denying yourself your joy joy is a reclamation it does not push away any other feelings that we may have joy beautifully coexists with pain and sorrow and suffering and confusion and rage and anger this is why as I spoke about on the inner child episode the other uh, day this is why I I believe that there's a rainbow in so many of these cards because 10 of cups is is an invitation to remember that in this moment, in the present moment there is often tremendous joy to be found in the little moments. In the rainbows of life, rainbows are lovely but they're rare and when they come up they really get our attention, right? They really kind of make us stop what we're doing, pay attention, enjoy them. And Ten of Cups, although it it upholds the symbol of a rainbow, is really saying it, it doesn't have to be so rare. You know, where are the rainbows right now? What does bring you joy? For me, sincerely, anytime my cat deigns to <laughs> allow me to pet and cuddle him, um, I make sure I'm really present for that. I'm always in the awareness of I won't have forever with Wee Wu and I won't have unlimited time with him and how lucky am I that he's here and that, um, you know, that's a 10 of cups moment of, and that's not so, it's not like ecstatic joy. We don't need to drop into that, but it does provide such, such a beautiful moment of joy. And those moments automatically hook us back up to our soul hook us back up to those full moments, you know, can illuminate for us the areas that are no longer meant to be coming with us and what might be possible down the road. So it's really about, it's about a homecoming, you know, what does it look like to come home to ourselves and where are the rainbows? Where are the 10 of cups moments where we can engage in radical acts of reclamation? around our joy and around what makes us feel really happy. And in a time like this, that's pretty bold. It's pretty beautiful. And it's probably the most needed thing, maybe even more than before. So in this last week of Aries season, you know, what roots are we planting? How can there be a deeper presence with ourselves, with what so longs to be paid attention to. This is not about you going out and looking for the full soul leap. This is about you finally coming to your center, coming to rest and letting it come to you. because remember we surrender to majors. We don't necessarily engage or embody. We let them wash over us because they're bigger it's like an ocean wave and and the setting of the sun we can sit and work with the energy rather than trying to make it happen or to understand it cuz it's so much bigger than that so it's an opportunity to get um to get really deep into ourselves what are you being invited to pay attention to this week the the potential for shifting for awakening, for changing this week is enormous. And it's not meant to be quantifiable to the outside world because we're letting go of that shit. That doesn't work. It didn't work before. You never need to justify how you're growing or expanding. This is about reclaiming that process for yourself. So, thinking about all that, that's part of the medicine, part of the invitation for this week. So working with the fool, letting 10 of cups be the initiatory piece that keeps bringing you back. Sometimes when we hear this shit, we just think like, I don't know how the fuck to, how am I going to get into that kind of, you know, soul thing? Like I can barely like put my pants on, you know, in the beginning of the day or I'm so crazed right now that I don't have time for any of that. Um, And that's why 10 of cups is so powerful in its role here because it says on your drive home, is there a moment for you to sing, to, um, to cry? Is there a moment for you to pray? Can you pull a card when you get back in your car after a super long shift and, you know, roll your windows down and like, what, what, where can the ritual be? embedded in your day embedded in your moment without bypassing or taking away from anything that's going on without pushing or forcing or without any kind of pressure to feel anything so that's the question how can we engage with that thank you for listening wild souls it's always a gift and a pleasure to be gathered with you in this virtual space and uh, i'll catch you on friday for our full length episode Thank you so much for listening to Tarot for the Wild Soul. This podcast was edited by Chase Orhees. The podcast art is by Chelsea Iris Granger, and it is hosted by me, Lindsay Mack. For more about the podcast, visit WildSoulPodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at Tarot for the Wild Soul. For more about me and my work, please visit LindsayMack.com. To support Tarot for the Wild Soul, please consider subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. It helps people find us and it is greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for being here.